Welcome to The Art of Overcoming, where we explore strategies to overcome the barriers and challenges we face and discover how to move towards our dream in a sustainable and feel-good way. I'm your host, Victoria Teasdale, stress consultant and coach to frustrated but ambitious women around the globe. In this episode, we'll be looking at how self-knowledge helps us to build a rock-solid foundation from which we can reach our dreams. If you've followed me for a while, you'll know I'm just a little bit obsessed with self-knowledge and how essential it is for success. In fact, it is particularly valuable for those of us who struggle with productivity, traditional personal development and burnout. I'm often talking on social media about how we're all different and how traditional self-improvement methods often make the same mistake of thinking that we're all carbon copies of each other. Truth is, we aren't. We don't think the same, we don't feel the same, we don't experience the same. So expecting a one-size-fits-all method to work for everyone is futile. Expanding your level of self-knowledge is mighty empowering. It allows you to understand how you work, discover your little quirks, and it saves time as you instantly know which methods will work best for you and which won't. Here, I introduce five key methods that you can use to develop a deeper understanding of you and to nourish your natural self-confidence. Here's what we're covering. Why mindful observation helps you make better choices. How a tiny notebook of joy can increase your happiness. Free writing and why blank paper holds the key to emotional mastery. How listening to an argument can be a great learning experience. Why exploring your preferences by asking this or that is so powerful. And as a special bonus for making it through... I'll be linking you to a PDF with five bonus techniques that you can use to expand your self-discovery toolbox. 1. Mindful Observation Most people have heard of mindfulness. Some people understand its purpose, a few practice it daily, but not many understand that it can be used to enhance your self-knowledge. Mindfulness is about being in the present. It's about awareness of what's taking place in the here and now. About accepting what is happening without becoming too invested in it with either emotion or thought. By practicing mindful observation of the self, we can start to spot connections that we would normally miss. Think of life as simply an experience and you'll quickly understand that In order to make ours a good one, we need to embrace the rule of cause and effect. Every action has its reaction, a rare fact upon which spirituality and science agree. So, if we are to control our experience, we must build up a good understanding of which actions cause certain reactions in ourselves, that is, in our body, senses, emotions and thoughts. Do you think that you'll notice the effects of that taco you're eating if your mind is focused on your YouTube stats all day or who said what on Love Island? I doubt it. Honing the skill of leaving the baggage at the door and of being present is one of the most powerful and revealing skills you can master. 2. 
your little book of joy. Follow the joy. I've said it many times, I'm sure others have too, and that's probably down to it being the single most powerful way to get your directions to a happy life. Just as baby seedlings grow towards the light, you too must learn to lean towards the joy. But how do you know which direction that is? I mean, life's so busy and there's so much interference from friends, family, conditioning of the way we think, social media influence, looks accusingly at Pinterest and Instagram. A little technique I teach A little technique I teach for learning what makes you happy is keeping a little book of joy. In this tiny notebook, you'll practice jotting down three things that day that brought you joy. I'm not going to advocate that you do this every single day. That would likely lead to feelings of shame if you miss a day, making it harder to pick back up again. Let's face it, there are too many ridiculous rules in life already. As you take a moment to think about what brings you the most joy, you will see the kinds of activities that you should seek to do more of. These will then increase your joy quotient. Give it a go. The results will probably surprise you. 3. Free writing Whereas mindful observation can help you spot connections with physical experiences, free writing can assist with connections on an emotional and thought process level. If you're not familiar with the concept, free writing is pretty much taking a sheet of paper, a pen, and just barfing your thoughts and feelings out on there. It doesn't even need to make sense, and it doesn't need a prompt. But if you do want prompts to journal with, you can find tons on my dedicated Pinterest board. The whole point is, you're taking a tangled spaghetti-like mess consisting of experiences, thoughts, feelings, and laying them out until you see how it makes sense. It can help make connections such as being around a certain person seems to make you feel drained, how seasons affect your mood over time, and also what triggers your positive moods. 4. Listening versus reacting. When there's a lot going on in life, we tend to become disconnected from mind and body. Self-observation shuts down and we struggle to control our experience. To make things worse, we don't always spot when this disconnect happens. It's like our brain thinks it's happily in charge of the wheel when actually it's on a runaway roller coaster. Well-meaning individuals may try to help by informing us that they are concerned. This is rarely met with a sunny demeanour from us and can often be a cause of friction in any kind of relationship. The reason we react this way is that your inner reality, that is the one that your brain believes to be true, and the outer reality, what other people are telling you they're experiencing, do not match. It's a little bit too much for the brain to cope with, and so it fights it. If we learn to use this mismatch feeling as a trigger, i.e. something that sets in motion a predetermined thought process or action, we can use it to learn more about the situation and to stop it from happening again. We can use it to learn more about the situation and stop it from happening again. 
here's how that might look. The mismatch occurs and it feels darn awful. We then give it three hours to let the emotions dissipate. We ask the person for their side of the experience. We try to process the situation to see why the mismatch happened. We figure out how to prevent it in the future. 5. Exploring your preferences One of the keys to success is having a rock-solid sense of identity. One of the ways we can uncover who we really are is by rediscovering our preferences. Quite often, us women become used to settling. We settle for what our partner prefers, our kids or our colleagues. We almost feel like it's expected of us to forgo what we like in order to keep other people happy. Because of this, we lose touch with what we do or don't like, what we prefer and what we're not that fussed about. By sitting down and listing what we love and what fails to get us excited, we are reinforcing our identity to ourselves. Knowledge of our preferences is power. Decisions are made quicker. We're more likely to speak up about what we want, about what makes us happy, and even to go out and actively seek it. You are entitled to like what you like and not to be made to feel bad about it. Put it this way, there aren't many 30-year-old mothers of four who have their own soft toy and blanket collection, but I do. Because I love the softness and I find it soothing. And you know what's probably true? Most people who turn up their nose at it are probably secretly jealous of all the fluffy joyfulness of it all. And so that brings us to the end of this week. If you've loved this episode and you're thirsty for more, in the links you'll find access to a PDF, which is an extension of this article and holds five more secrets. Why not pick one or two of the techniques I've mentioned and give them a go over the next seven days? Don't forget to let me know how you get on. If you can relate to my mission to empower women and you want to keep up to date with future episodes, you can sign up for notifications on my website at victoriateasdale.co.uk where you'll also find more information about self-discovery. Until next time, take good care.